I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top of All right, Element Rescue podcast. We didn't really come up with a name for this, but we're what hacking. Num- what number is this podcast? Nine million and four. But hey, here's, 42. here's a big Thanks one. Thanks for everything, right? 42? 42. Here's a big one. We can do an announcement. Okay. Element Rescue is running 100% Element Rescue now. It is. It Sweet. is. Sweet. That is. Yep. Ryan and I are. Yeah, congrats. I mean, uh, yeah. We moved, it's awesome. uh, moved down. Yeah, we talked about stuff. So, yeah. So, now we're uh, we're devoting all time to Element. So, uh, so that's a thing. Yeah. So, really. get ready to be disrupted, I guess. It so. is. Disruptive. Disruption. Hashtag. Maybe we yeah. can hashtag that. Can we hashtag that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Disruptive. Disruptive. Yeah. Rescue car. AF, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start teaming, like, ERC, Element Rescue Crew. And yeah. I want some, like, I want to be, like, here, like, the... I would say ERC yeah. is the Element Rescue Cartel. Cartel? All right, there you go. That's even better. Yeah. But I'm like picturing, it. like, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. And nothing about a G thing. I'm picturing that socks hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. ERC. So we were I just... Like that. We yeah. were just in California, man. We it, really want some Compton hats. We want I'm some re- Compton hats. I'm honestly kind of afraid to go find one. <laughs> so we're going to take... Oh. Act, it's not because of what you think. It's because there's so many donut shops, I'll lose Sean. Okay, so that's a problem. Dude, that is a problem. So we were I'm a, we I'm a huge do- what kind of donuts? Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. First, the context of it is we're driving back to LAX and yep. traffic on 405 was terrible. Yep. So our GPS had us doing like S turns. <laughs> like, like we crossed 405 we, like 104 like, times. We did a fucking like a full dog leg. So if anybody was following us, we had an ambush set nice. at that stoplight. Yeah, that's good. And then we like made another right turn yeah, couple, dog leg out of our dog leg. A couple of detection routes just in case and be safe. Yeah, and, yeah, I got you. But that's we good. still like the time never that's, changed. Yep, that's how Judy. That's what we would call our GPS. Yeah, it, forever. Yeah. We, we just always <laughs> name her Judy. Um, that's how Judy gets tossed out the window. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so Judy. Judy's not a very good swimmer, and she's definitely uh, gone swim at least twice in the Johnson household. So, <laughs> but uh, every time we stopped at the damn stoplight, there was another mom and pop donut store, and it was driving me nuts. Like, like, he's like, yeah. if I see another donut shop, I'm gonna stop. But like after that, there's another hour, and there's like every single stop, there's like three donuts. It's like okay, well then you gotta stop. Close, right? And there's some huge ones. It yeah. was incredible. But going back because. Because that's what you're I guess doing four on the out trip. of four of us. Are right, you going four. to Apoyo Loco? I, no, not, 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 not going that oh, far back. Right. What I am going to say is, I guess what we're going to try and stay on task with with this one Good is right. uh, right. is yep. going to be kind of hacking training a little bit. Okay, right. So we're continuing on the whole hacking thing. But that being said, uh, we are in uh, the Fort Bragg area, and so thank God, it's, JJ came to visit us. We had yeah. to come all the way up here. All three hours up here. Yeah. It's, a, it's a long drive, guys. Like you know, and we're I, we're sitting here, we're eating funyuns. Uh, He's got, got yeah. two cigars over there. Yep. I bought some hibiscus, some hibiscus cider, cider or something. Don't let him fool you. He he bought hippie he, beer. He, yeah, he bought some like potpourri slash the tears of um, rose petals. It's crazy. So right? we got JJ, we got David, we got Ryan, me. So uh, JJ, obviously, you remember from the CCP uh, podcast, the yeah. one who literally got handed a. Shit sandwich from Ryan on the, though, uh, like, uh, I, over 2,000 casualties. It, I would call it a shit sandwich. Uh, I'd call it like an open-faced shit sandwich because there might not have been a good bun on the other side. Yeah, like, it was kind of like a reverse, actually. In fact, it's yeah. one of my favorite memes that explains, like, the military. So the, the two pieces of bread are actually touching, and the shit or and or, in, in this <laughs> meme case, the peanut butter and the jelly yes, on the outside. So I, I have all of the things I need. It's just <laughs> completely it's incorrect. An which unusable is, frame. Yeah, which like. is basically exactly what Ryan handed me. Like, hey, bro, like, I, I'll give you all the supplies you need just in different orders, and uh, <laughs> and I won't tell you when you need them. Perfect. That's, like, yeah, sweet. That's awesome. Perfect. Let's but that's one of those things is because I know that shit's nonlinear, so yeah. I, just, I didn't want to set your expectations yeah. and then... Well, I mean, it, it, I couldn't have... Otherwise, I'd be in there like trying to do some... It's a VUCA team, man. Yeah. Very ambiguous. Like, what the, and very like ambiguous time, like, guidelines I, that Ryan I'd have my you. algorithms written out and then... <laughs> you, would been, like, you would have been making yeah. like you little like CCP thing. Yeah. Like, oh, urgent here. Yeah. Priority I'd have, your I'd have my triangle set up and then I'd have all these colors and, and I don't know. I'd, I'd probably actually just... The evidence-based triangle? Yeah. Triangle of evidence-based medicine? Yeah. I think I would have a flashback and then it just would have gone bad. So instead, we just... So you would have been doing evidence-based medicine instead of environmental-based. Yeah, exactly. It's Which, the new EBM. Yeah. The, yeah. Can we hashtag yeah. that? Ha- yeah, I've been hashtagging okay. uh, EBM, but only if I specifically... Said environmental-based yeah, medicine. Yeah. Okay. You know, just to clear it up things. I think the problem is we haven't really cleared up the differences, and it's kind of like a, a lot of... 
zealots that I deal with, right? So when you're like so in love with something, you refuse to listen to the other side. Sure. But there's always the other side who's like, hey, man, like you've got some valid stuff and that's really cool and I want to share in that. But could you take a look at my valid stuff over here? Right. And they're like, nah, like, nope, there can only be one valid. Right. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way, right? So that's kind of like... A lot of things in history is turned that. So yeah, do you burn Like Galileo. But at the time, with the evidence we had... Right. It made sense. It, it, it made sense. Yeah. Like, we had to do it. Right. So we're kind of sorry. But is that really sorry? I don't know. You know? So that's kind of my issue. Um, so I just basically saying... That's a Galileo song. Yeah. So, um, so we got we got a couple we, right. We got uh, for those that didn't yeah, hear. Thanks so for uh, working at uh, the schoolhouse yeah, at JSOMC, right? Eighteen Delta yep. with a significant background, obviously Ryan and stuff. So we are going to attack training from a couple different angles, right? And so we're trying to make this a little bit more um, principle based. I guess on on stuff, right? So it kind of pans through. Safety things. So I don't spill my drinks. Then. Well, that but like what. Like, what's special about the... Anyway, sorry, sticky, keep going. Sticky. Keep talking. Never mind. Hey, we're, we're just... We've got, like... Ryan got a new Macintosh, man. man and yeah, some squirrels on that. Yeah, but there's, he's, like, a whole bunch of... He's holding it over. He has the same Mac that yeah. my son has, and they're like, oh, look, I'm better than you. That's, That's cool. Much. I'm still rocking the airport, so... Are you? Yeah, right or whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't know. Like... 2013. And you should. You should. You, you know. should embrace that. Yeah. Okay. That's Hormons. fine. That's fine. This one's got USB-C ports. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, for all from, like, new that yeah. I'm talking it about. Mean, it means there's it a good chance they're gay. It means they have to go buy a bunch of yeah. chance they're gay, yeah. Yeah. is what that means. Yeah. yeah. And where did you buy your... This will this will top it off for every hippie out there. Oh, Where'd you buy your Mac? What? Oh, at the Palo Alto Apple Store. Ooh, the ooh, Palo Alto. Yeah. It's like the original type of... It's like A1A. Yeah. Okay. I think Steve Jobs was buried... Underneath Only part water. of it. I think they, you can't have all. Well, they, they it disrupts they, the system. He's if, frozen. If he, if just like uh, Disney guy. Yeah, I'm just Disney. saying. Dis, like Disney guy, like Carbonite. Disney. Carbonite. Like, like Han Solo. Like that Han Solo. Guy? Just, no, no, like Han Solo. Okay. Like yeah. Han Solo. Okay. Gotcha. I just trying to not catch like up. A robot kind no. Of thing. Or not like Walt Disney. Gotcha. Always like Futurama with the heads inside the little jars. <laughs> Right. Anyway, come on. David, right. David, you're sucking at keeping us on yeah, track. David, yeah. David's I'll only purpose here is this the list. It's right here. So right. what we're going to do is... Sean wrote the list, so it might not be yeah. coherent. Dude, I, I did it Translate. right when my Adderall was first kicking, and uh, hopefully this, this uh, iced coffee here, uh, concentrate is going to help me here. So we're going to talk about training. We're going to talk a little bit about, like, POI development. We're going to talk about some of the KPPs. We'll talk about fail-safe environments versus safe-to-fail. Yeah. Um, then we'll get into some examples on what we've done with the rescue and renaming, what we are doing for rescue as a whole with the uh, access, extract, yeah. evacuate. Talked a little bit about the uh, commando medic, direct action medic stuff that yeah. uh, we're working on for mill and for uh, the civilian side. And then we'll get into some of the kookiness of, of stuff that we know. Who is that in the pink bunny? Yeah, so that's Mike Jackson. Okay. Yeah. That's so an awesome like, pink bunny yeah. suit. That's a good pick. Yeah. Wow. Great pick, right? So I think you know, that's really why like, if you don't know, if you... I might need to go talk to him because I have a picture of me in a Liger suit riding a Ducati. Dude, I think you, like, the two of you need it's to, like... It's not a Liger, dude. Don't lie to him. Double it up. It's an Ocelot. It's an Ocelot. It's similar. Yeah. But, by the way, yeah. Like, that's Mike Jackson. Great, great medic. If, if you don't know who he is and you've ever been to Sockmas, I don't know how that happens. Like, what are you... What I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life, to uh, quote great Cat Williams. Right. <laughs> right you know, so... He's, he, he's just... Tall as I am, so you know, I understand it a lot better than a lot of them. Uh, makes sense. You know. Okay. All right, so training as a whole, right? Yeah. When we look at it, I think the hard part about it is most people just write like an outline, we're going to do some training without really putting it into developing what that POI is. And, and like my attention, it, we have to do POIs a very different way. So we started doing it on mind maps, yeah. which makes uh, a hell of a lot it's easier awesome. to so throw very crazy concepts and shit like, like that People are like, hey, like, what's your POI for this? And like, they want to see our POI. Yeah, and then they see it and like, they're probably like, like hey, well, makes no sense, like right? companies, yeah. yeah, like anybody, like wants, to, like, hey, like, what's what's your POI like to do this? Yeah, like, people that want to take your POI. Yeah, like maybe, well, okay, maybe, but yeah. the, but they don't understand it. It's you know, it's cleverly written, just like uh, good old Da Vinci. So yeah, you don't have to worry about. It. I write mine in Pig Latin. Yeah, yeah, but it's not even that. Like, it's like no, it's it's because you can't steal a POI. You can't, no. man, and that's it's, the thing. You can't right? steal a POI because the beauty is. Uh, of a quality POI, um, like you were talking about with the mind mapping or the writing it out, is there's no big secret to it. Right. It's I need you to be able to solve problems. It's identifying and then I need you to be able to parameters. Right? Yeah. So certain you know, things critical need to be accomplished. Think, yep. 
And then, like, in order to, like, actually do it, like, you have to be an instructor. And you have to know what's going on. You have to understand all the systems involved and how it's going to respond in a nonlinear environment. And then you have to tailor that POI to help the guys with where they're at, what they know, what they have. With the context, yep. Yeah, in order to meet those key performance parameters. Yep. So what POI have we ever had that we didn't change 50 times? In the class. All during the class. Yeah. We run parallel POI sometimes. On a reg. I, yeah. I'm constantly changing this one. And that's the thing. Like you've been running to with like trying to get protocols and stuff. Yeah. It's like I, you know, like you like, can't but, have them. Yeah. Well, and by the time I get a protocol, um, like okay, this is the protocol I think I want, and I take all the time to write it out. Dude, like it's already changed six times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by the time you found I, a new way to do it. Yeah, and I turn like, it in, and I'm like, oh well. Good mind. news is I can get that one approved. The bad news is like I'm not even on that path anymore. Like yeah. I'm barely in that planet. Um, <laughs> so your gravitational pull is getting yeah, tucked Chewy, somewhere else, hey, man. Hey, Chewie, make the jump. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, Meh, and he's and the Falcon's gone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't. So you can't do that shit. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is as the like you're talking about, the instructor has to know all these things that he, what he wants. But even more so, especially in medicine or rescue, um, he's almost medically. I think let's, not, the let's, let's take it away from the instructor. Let's just, like, look at an ODA, man. So, like, you've got your individual MOS, right? And, like, when you're trying to do cross-training or you're trying to set up, like, team internal training, that's what you're doing. Like, you're looking for, like, the key things that the guys have to perform, and you're trying to figure out how to get them to the point where you want them to be. Yep. So, like, when we say instructor or POIs, like, yeah. it's not some big thing that we're no. talking about. It's just team internal training. Like, you know, at a basic you know, granular level on your team. Like, how do we get the guys where we want them to be cross-trained yeah. or, you know, whatever it is, whether it's comma, whether it's weapons, whether it's medicine, yeah. uh, like, free fall, like, whatever, man. Like, but that's what it is. Like, identifying the key things you need to do and trying to get everybody off that same sheet of music on that same level and then how we push that level and get further. And how do we take the training wheels off? Right, right? and I think... And I go think, full flight if you're talking about Halo shit. And I think... I'm, yeah, I'm and I think part of it, like, what I dig about Rescue that we've brought into Medical 2 with some of the programs we've done is taking that idea of JPRs because the beauty about JPRs is is if you look at NFPA, job performance requirements, it's very simplistic, right? And if anybody here is is read NFPA stuff, so uh, when you look at the JPR for, you know, something in rope rescue, let's say. I think that anyone that has had to deal with it, Sean, you probably explained to them. Yeah. At this point. Most likely. Most likely. But what's beautiful about it is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to take this and I'm I'm going to take it stride, man. Keep going. Um, That actually is a good... So mental yeah. note, whenever we do podcasts, we got to limit. One of us can't have ADD, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be one person. I think what well, we do. Well, he, he does. I mean, he does. He so does. Next he's time, controlled, though. Here's what we do. We get dog shocker collars, and Dave's got control of all <laughs> So anytime one of us goes yeah. down a rabbit hole, he zaps yeah. us. Yeah. And this can be those adjustable ones, the dog truck. Right? Yeah. We got, like, yeah. So if it's super. Like, 43. Yeah. And, we'll and then as it doesn't, as we don't respond because our drive is so high, right. you keep cranking it up until yeah. I'm like, eh. <laughs> or until some kind of, like, girl scream comes out of us, yeah. and we can just mute that out. Or he shit himself. Or he shits himself, right? That's too much. That correction is too much. Yeah. All right, back to JPRs. Back to JPRs. Yeah. So JPRs yeah. really don't tell you technique or how to do what they do is put the end state into it. And that yes. allows you to maneuver based on your MOS or based on somebody's level. So that's what changes all the time is, is if we're working with a team that doesn't have X, Y as a requirement but does have you know A, B, and C, it allows us to shift, work off the same thing, but do it with what organically they have or the context that they're dealing with. So if they're going into some rural mountain area, we're not going to treat them the urban – purposes of that and jprs don't do that you know so you know the examples build a uh be able to descend rope that's it and, you know then it goes given a rope that you can actually descend on and anchor blah, yeah. blah, blah. so it gives you the stuff that people already have based um but it allows you to change because of the context so you know if you think about even some of the stuff we do for for people that do low vis work mm-hmm. you know we're on bed sheets and electrical cords and we can meet those same JPRs as if somebody is on a uh, fire department's on a 12 and a half millimeter with steel and FPG radio carabiners. Right, because right. they understand principles. That's it, man. And you, and we right. understand. And right. I think and that's what it comes down to. It comes yeah. down to the instructor well, being able to adapt their right. curriculum and that's, quickly. That's what I was getting at a little bit ago before we jumped off instructors. Um, now I'm going to jump back on them like it's Mike's mom. Um, <laughs> what's up, Mike? Who's mom? Um, Mike's mom. Yeah. Um, he, he's obviously a constantly a Mike or a mom joke guy anyway. But so the issue is. I feel like next time I see him, I get shanked. You, 
<laughs> no way. Like, you'll know it. Like, there'll be no question. It'll be like, oh, there's Mike and he's standing You'll know. You got shanked. <laughs> no, like, you'll know that he's, yeah. he's going on his right If I go to Jay's Hompton scene, I see him in a bunny suit, I'm running. Yeah, well, if he's got a bunny suit, you're safe. If you see a bunny suit and a rifle and a sandwich, like, game over, bro. Like, <laughs> just run he, away. If he's shooting you, he gets hungry, he's going to eat it, and then he's shooting you more. Yeah. So, anyway, like, Back as an instructor, you're, yeah. You're also almost like a medic handling the patients, if you will, in quotes, air quotes on my podcast, that are your students. Because yeah. you're going, hey, where do you, where are you at right now? Mm-hmm. Knowledge-wise, skill set-wise, equipment-wise, and even just like oversaturation. And I'm going to try to get you at that equilibrium, just like I'm trying to do with a, a patient when I'm trying to do medicine. That's the whole. That's why you can't give or take POIs. Right. That's like because the same thing like for us for like rescue is like you're kind yeah. of pushing it and yeah. at some point like we just start to let the wheels fall off the wagon yeah and like and, until it gets to be safety issue yeah it's like and then stop. it's like and then like let's take a couple step back like yeah. how'd you get here and then readjust it and then start moving forward and let hopefully like they get past that and they hit the next level yeah and then as soon as I do like instantly that knowledge is now gained and not only gained but it's solidified cognitively because it's like oh that was useful and it I either worked less or I was more safe or whatever it is. I'm like, oh, then I'm going to I'm gonna employ these skills that these guys are giving me. Not like, well, I got an A+. Plus. It was really cool. Like, <laughs> Is that your robot impression? Yeah. I like it's it. A, I've been best. watching a lot of Futurama. So okay. I'm, just, right I'm just catching up with all the different uh, pop culture she missed, you know, for not being born with me. Um, so hoping I've been crushing all kinds of But what's cool about it is like, if anyone's ever like instructed or I mean like – SF guys, like, that's part of your fucking job, right? Like, you, you yeah. teach, right? Yeah. And, like, at some point, like, you've seen it when, like, all of a sudden you back it out and you're doing it and the light turns off and you're, like, who you're teaching and you're, like, boom, I got it. Yeah. And it's, like, and it's a – you're problem solving. What you're doing, your POI, like, you have these things you want to accomplish and you're trying to get that guy to understand it. Yeah. And then it goes. like and- So we were – Sean and I were just out in California. We were teaching a Rope Master course for uh, Cato. And, like, we are actually – Cato like, uh, Kato, no, no, like uh, California Association of Tackle Officers. I'm trying yeah. to be serious now. Okay. Sorry, but I want to everybody to be serious. So, 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 like, to be serious. Yes. so we're like, we're coming up with, as we're flying Shot out there, we finalized the POI. Oh, like, yeah. Sean, like, on the on flight the plane, like, and the sure, night before. Like, yeah, like, make sure it got, like, knocked out. And then we hit it because there's a lot of NFPA. 1670. Yeah, so it's like, it's not just the operations level, but it's the higher the... You're, uh, you're actually establishing training programs, so we had to throw in a bunch of, like, guys need to understand, like, what was legally required... Uh, to kind of back up how to build one authority having jurisdiction and all like that their kind of stuff yeah. they can make so once they start this program they didn't do stupid stuff and it falls apart so we're trying to make sure that yeah I mean not we Sean was trying to make sure that they understood that because mm-hmm. I don't speak NFPA um, but like what we did is like we, we broke it down like and so we had out there we're teaching it's like these guys are getting a bunch of stuff in the first what one day we're actually in a classroom mm-hmm. all day long. Well, we, we were finally kind of fighting weather a little bit, yeah, but we got crazy. hands on as soon as the rain broke in the afternoon. But so we but had yeah. this one guy, and Sean does this class, like in the middle of like talking about like uh, HJs and like this is and that's like. Then it's like also like, hey, here's some physics and like counting like rope tensions, and like he was getting like goo goo eyes. And this one, like, yeah, shout out to Riverside. Yeah, Riverside, right there, like, <laughs> my two boys, right? And uh, but he was like sitting him, like, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it. And it's like, yeah. so, and like, you can talk from your point, like, it so was like your he, mission he, is like, hey, if I'm if he's not getting it, I'm it's, it's on me, it's wrong, it's me, right? Yeah. And so that's why you got to figure out, like, everybody's got you know, you can get into like, oh, I'm more of a kinesthetic, I'm more of this, I'm more, and that's all pretty much BS, man, because when you get into training this Just type of stuff, it happen, dude, it's it's everybody learns hands on, right? That's why we hardly have any classroom. What's but in the end, when you have to start talking about something like counting tensions and then going into counting efficiencies is what, what started getting kind yeah. of crazy, is if, if, if everybody in the class is getting it but, but one or two people, it's not on them, man. It's, a, it's on you, and you've got to change like, the way that you're describing it, and so it pushes you. When we talk about the key performance parameters, like if you read what NFPA says, it's basically they need to understand the effects of force applied on an anchor system. Right. That's all it says. Like this uh-huh. guy needs to have awareness of that. Yep. And so that's all – like when it comes down to like that's all he needs to know how to do. But it's like you know they need to understand on a little bit higher level. And so like that's all we're trying to get this guy. But there's just more of this involved in it and you can't – Yeah, and so we're doing 1670 and we're doing 1006 kind of simultaneously, which is the operations, how you're going to do this. You need to be able to do these capabilities. But 10 or 1670 is the background with the authority having jurisdiction, how to run the training. And the thing is, is with that, with that question – 
you know, as far as understanding the anchor forces, if you're doing like an awareness level, then you could just say, hey, man, if your COD, if your change of direction is at the anchor and you're pulling against your anchor, you're always going to have more force while you're pulling than what you have on your load. But if you turn around and say, hey, if you're pulling with the anchor, you'll have less force. Well, that's good for an awareness, but it's not good enough for a technician. The technician guy has got to understand it. And the way we were explaining it, he just wasn't he wasn't seeing it right because he was seeing a decrease in efficiency. But what does that mean to force? And it was on us. And it became like my personal thing. Like within the next hour, I will have you understanding this. And we were trying everything from freaking bones bearings and skateboard wheels and transitioning to the plastic wheels on chair like, to nothing. Like, and then finally, the most weirdest ass shit, he's like, oh, shit. OK, yeah, I got it. And you're like, holy crap, dude. dude yeah, dumb. right on. Yeah, but it's like, but if you look at it from a POI standpoint, oh yeah, like, how are you writing he that? Ju- he yeah. just needed to understand the effects of it, and we could have just like got that done in two minutes. But we're not, we're not training fucking fairies here. We're training dudes that might have to do this in like an operational hey, context. You're a professional, yeah, right. <laughs> and people's like lives are on the line, so like no, you yeah. have to like. It's like he it's meant like the flutter. Like we're not magical, mystical creatures. Yeah. You know, he's being professional. I'm all no, out of fairy dust. So like, let's just get real. No, that's it. Hey, we're right. We're trying to be professional. Right. We're trying to train okay. professionals. Yeah. Take your job seriously. But you're going to learn a lot of shit. So, yeah. so we'll never get you laid or anything. One of the one of the best parts of the course is I forgot what the context was, but he was like, like, hey, we're trying to be doing this and this and that. And someone's like, well, what about this? He goes, you're not out there fucking cruising on your goddamn BMX bike. I'm like, okay, that's totally a Cali hey, bike. No one, yeah. no one else but got like, nobody from California. Else yeah. outside that's in, that's in their 30s or early BMX 40s bike. is going to reference, dude, you're not riding your BMX, BMX yeah. bike. I mean, some real was, stuff. I missed that time, you know, when I was 12. <laughs> but, you know, and pegs were a thing. But mostly because. Okay, that's a weird, let's not yeah. all those. Not pegging. Not pegging. Big difference. What's the difference? Well, hey, what's the next topic? So, yeah, <laughs> so one goes in and one and one you write on. So anyway, um, so the next topic is similar similar problems that we we ran into when we were doing the refresh course, and it boiled down to guys had been so used to cheat sheets and been given kind of an easy answer to what to do um, anesthesia wise that they couldn't do the math to figure out if. Weights changed, or if I tr- switched out a drug, or if we like try to approach it from a different um, format. Maybe I maybe I give them a different IV bag, and so now they're like, dude, like, but the the cheat sheet only has for two hundred fifty milliliter bags. So like, how what do I do with this thousand? What do I do with this five hundred? Um, well, bro, you do the math. But the only math that they could kind of remember is I don't even remember the name of it. What's it called when you like? Ratios. You no, you, you, two, you have your fractions. You have to like do this whole long equalizing the equation. Yeah, like the whole long equation. There's a there's a fancy word. Oh. You know, David, when they, the freaking math's over here. Oh, where well, you're and you like, got to figure out like what's down here and, and then even these top. You isolate yeah. them and then. Like, anyway, like mm. there's some kind of fancy freaking calculus term. Right now. Courtney Lux is able to listen to me like, dude, like you're retarded. Um, but anyway, we're talking about the Orioles. Like, <laughs> Never mind. No. Like a really long sniper the, the, the only mouth I do is calc and place. <laughs> it's <laughs> and I carry it's like cross delineation or something. I don't know. I'll think of it okay. later. ADD. Anyway, so what I did is I said, okay, what's something that like every medic, no matter what, knows? And that's concentration. Yep. So I, and I'll let you see this in a little bit, guys. Um, and maybe we'll put up on the uh, podcast or whatever. But I basically just walked them through all the way through the steps of how to just figure out what's the concentration of my drug in this thing. I don't care what the drug is. We'll, we'll start with ketamine because it's like the wonder drug and you can't really screw it up. So if you give, just don't give too little. Like really is where the bottom mm-hmm. line with that, right? So so I said take the gnomes, right? So you, we'll say you've got a 250 milliliter bag of saline. Um, you've got a 10 or 15 drop set. Um, sadly, when teaching some docs, I had to explain that that's not like a diameter, you know? Um, <laughs> So that's, that was fun. But if you don't know, just so you don't have to look it up because it's going to take you a while, um, that's gouttes, which is French for drops. So, nice. It's a little know. GTTS. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's where the GTTS comes from, yeah. should be actually no S and an E because I think French pluralizes with E's, but whatever. Let's not get on the French, yeah. man. Anyway. They've got a word for everything. Yeah, they do. Uh, you know, they got, they got, and they got ticklers. It's cool. So... That's right. Thanks. And then let's say you got ketamine, right? So ketamine tends to come 100 milligrams per, per milliliter. That's standard unless you're getting um, some of the German Big stuff goodness. comes 50. Um, there's Super K out there, but 
whatever. Bottom line is, let's take most of the standard stuff. It's 100 milligrams per milliliter. So then you calculate patient's dose, all right? So we figure out whatever the dose is. We'll say 100 kilograms, right? We know that at a high dose, it's on average like 0.02 milligrams per kilogram per minute for a good sedation, whatever. That part doesn't matter as much once you start changing the drugs, right? So easy math, that means two milligrams per minute is what this guy needs. How do I figure that out? Well, decide my concentration. So I'm gonna do a one milligram to one milliliter ratio, so a one to one, I'm gonna do two to one, I'm gonna do three to one. It's easy math. So let's say one to one, 250 milligrams, goes into a 250 milliliter bag, boom, done. All right, so now I know that every time that drop comes, or uh, you know, one milliliter comes out, mm-hmm. That's how much drug I've got. I know that if I'm using a 10-drop set, then it's 10 drops equals one milligram. So now I'm just counting. That's it. Like, we're basing it. Simple, basic concept. That's you one know. drop per finger, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. One so you know, so like, you're talking about this now. So like uh, a couple months ago, I was out with you at the course, checking it out, and I was hanging out in the yard with Rick. And I was running anesthesia, unexpectedly. Yep. Um, he was instructing, know. not running, really. Like, straight up instructed for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We appreciate so, it. So, like, we got there. And uh, so I'm sitting there with, like, one of the students, and, like, he's kind of running, and it's taking longer, and he was kind of freight training some drugs, so he was, like, steamrolling through some shit, right? And so he's running out of drugs. And it got down. I can't remember what the concentration was, but he was running a ketamine drip. And so it got down to basically, if he would have added, like, another 100 milligrams to his bag instead of redoing a whole new bag, mm-hmm. he would have doubled his dose and then could have cut his drip rate in half. And then finish that procedure. And so then all of a sudden he's like, hey, I need a new bag. I need to set this up and do this. And it was just like, just what you're saying. It's a lack of understanding of like a really simple solution, but he's afraid yeah. to change it or do it. So he basically wants to go back to ground zero with a whole new bag, all new drugs to start it when he could have just done this and then cut the thing in half like right there because he knew what was working. And like we only have like 100 milliliters of fluid left and you're at a one-to-one ratio. So if you just give another 100, you're at two and now you just double the time on that bag. And I was trying to explain that. Yep. He's like, "Wait, what? Like, let's draw this out." And so, but just so simple. But like, guys, like, didn't get the concept right. we're talking about. And that's a key concept, like, because they're just using. Because and that's the danger of like cheat sheets, borrowing POIs, yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's I don't want to know the concept. I want a better tool. I want a more expensive whatever. I want um, more training. And, no, and like, it is. It's, like, you can always tell too when like somebody's taking somebody else's PowerPoint or some bullshit like this. You, yeah. If you if you put you know and you're like this guy has no idea compared to somebody like I don't even look at my freaking power, like the PowerPoint there like it's, it either has graphics or it has something because I'm speaking too fast because my Adderall that I know no one can understand what yeah, I'm saying. Or it gives me something to like pay attention to while I'm yeah I can yeah I can turn yeah, around yeah. and then dip away yeah. with my back to the audience and then do it yeah. yeah. But once again, double it and then cut it in half. It saves right. a day, doesn't it? That's yeah, absolutely yeah. Right. Double it and cut it in half. <laughs> like, yeah, rope distances. There's yeah. rope distances. Yeah. I say you double it, but then, then why don't you half. cut it in half? And like, and if you want to cheat, just wait to get down to the hundred. I'm like, now my math's easy, right? Like, yeah. And then just play. Like you don't. You know, if you identify it as ahead of time and you have a plan, like you have some relief. Like I'm at one point seven five. Like that's complicated math, man. I'm gonna wait down until I get to hundred. I'm gonna have my shit ready. I'm gonna squirt it in the bag and I'm gonna go down fifty percent and be like, yeah. boom. So hey, many hey, more surgeon, numbers. Yeah. Just bite yourself in a fucking hour. Yeah, so many more numbers otherwise. Thank yeah. you for fucking sucking. Yeah, and not knowing your anatomy. Yeah, thanks for sucking CCP. That's um, it. That's it. It's one <laughs> thing I think that is big is being able to change dynamically your POI with your class, right? Yeah. So the POI, same same class, but that POI changes internally based on your audience yeah. and what they're getting, what they're not getting. Is we started working on this thing, uh, JJ, uh, because of, we, were, we were reading some books and stuff, and it turned us onto it. And we'd heard it years ago, um, but really started enacting it recently. Is that agile stuff? Yeah, dude, that is pretty badass. So I could tell anybody if you're in product development or you're doing curriculum development or you're doing anything, look into that whole agile system because you can make it as crazy as you want to if you're dealing with a crap ton of people that are part of a developmental team or down to like two of us man three of us uh developing it and so agile came out of the software business and it's a different way of doing it where it came out of software because like if if you're creating an antivirus for a computer or some crap like that and you're getting paid to develop the software or something there's a good chance that that the key performance parameters that can change 50 times before you get an end product right just because things are changing all the time in the world dynamically around you and so they created a system in which these people develop this this teamwork type of system where it's a mandatory face-to-face meeting every 24 hours for 15 minutes that's it all you're like this is what our team did 
uh, in the last 24. This is what we plan to do in the next 24, and here are the friction points that are in front of us that could impede us or, or slow us down. And basically, you have a team that deals with your friction points, and then you guys go into the, it's called a scrum from rugby where everybody like kind of gathers together and then spreads out. And then when you go out, you're in, where it comes from. you're in a sprint. The scrum? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you sprint, right? And so the sprint is like, hey, listen, like Ryan and I are on one team, you and David are on the other. Like, we're not bothering you. No one interferes with your 24 hours of just going after it. And then we meet and then we discuss the relevance. So it's constantly being able to take changes and dynamic hits from the other side. Like, oh, crap, this, you know, this other thing came up. Or, you know, like we were talking to Dominic real quick yeah. tonight, right? He had an issue with uh, one of the Orca Carabiners, man, going off. So now all of a sudden, and you know, we're able to change our POI very quick on what to look at. that could happen too a little today. It's like, man, like, we, did. we haven't used Orcas in a while. And it's like, you can see, it's like, all right, yeah, there's it, some friction points on this that like might be some issues. Yeah, exactly. But, like, it opened but up. Thank you for Dominic somebody. for like, running the fucking the hard run yeah exactly and he's he'll put a video out there but basically they were lowering a guy and uh and the carabiner literally unclipped off the guy and well, he didn't notice as he was lowering himself in over the edge and some dude that was like heads up yeah some on, yeah, yeah saint pete and cop or whatever just went and grabbed him as soon as he heard the click he recognized like that should not be something i'm hearing and reached over and grabbed that guy before he loaded himself right over on the edge onto nothing, nothing. Yeah. basically um but being able to change yourself up just because of that now we've got another key point that we can change you know our curriculum or what we see in our POI it's not going to change our POI it's going to change what we deliver when we talk to right. people about being cautious of carabiners that go up first and then over because as he was going over the edge the gate hit and pushed up and that way if we had the regular uh, orca or the regular uh, pirate the it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have the been a deal That's man with the other gate where you go down over and up for a try gate uh, but even with like, that, so like we're talking about POIs and it's like we're talking about like getting stuff out like you're Students and that stuff, but yep. as instructors, man, so like for us, we're so like because we just are, we have to be every night or every morning. Like, we're calling audibles, like, hey, like, what did we miss? Like, what weren't the guys on to? Like, what should we cover and do this today? But when you have this like fixed, like bullet point POI, like, you don't have time for that because you gotta, you gotta move on, yeah, man. Because at some point, it's like, hey, what are my like basics that I really want my guys to leave from this course with? And let's make sure they get them. And like, you get kind of like handcuffed, right? And then it kind of sucks to be an instructor because you're like, I'm just following people through this thing. You are. It's like some cookie-cutter bullshit that that people aren't actually getting. And the thing is, is even if you're doing a basic class, the thing is, is like it's our obligation to make people master the basics, which leads me into some of the stuff that you're doing with the commando medic, direct action medic type of thing. If you want to give the background on that, because really, okay, we'll take a thing, and I think we mentioned it in one of the previous podcasts, man, but... Everybody around here that does any kind of tactical medicine, uh, even you know, at the most basic level, always refers to like the march, yeah. right? March algorithm, right? So I'm checking for massive bleeding, airway, you know, as we're, as we're going yeah. through the march thing. But how do you how do you become a master of the basics? Because people are like, oh, but when you go and you talk to people, even within 18 Delta community. They all approach a march a little bit different, and it's based on their experience, their context, their background of when they've done it, maybe training. even who their instructor was, right? Yeah, right. And yeah. so what they drilled in versus this, when in reality, you're not necessarily a master of it because you can repeat what it says. But what does massive bleeding mean to you, man? So you know, if I'm looking at that, does the questions arise in my head? Okay, I'm looking for massive bleeding. I see massive bleeding. What questions go ahead? Is it amenable to a tourniquet? Is it not? Is it a pocket wound that I can pack? Is it this? Is it that? Does it go through TXA? Does it go through? It, it, it yeah. can expand out very rapidly. And what that means to any individual medic or, or, or first responder. If you understand what you're doing, you're really good. It is so exhausting to be four steps ahead of everybody else and all the problems you face all the time. <laughs> right? You don't know how I get tired. So Does we, anybody in here know what that feels like? I, I can kind of picture what it might feel like. but I don't All right. Know. So I side note, no, ADHD, ADHD note. I'm not yeah. going to say it. So yeah. don't even think about saying Quadratic anything serious right now. That's what ADHD, like that's what the we're, answer I was looking for. We're coming back from formula. Germany and we're having to watch all these movies. And it's, it's like, just, we're just bored, man. Horrible flight. Just got, horrible got, movies. like this like huge Iranian dude that's spilling over like into my seat. Nice. And like I can't like I'm shoving Iranian. Yeah, I, I'm anyway. trying to like create my space because I paid for my space. Yeah, but like yeah. it's really hot with that fucking blubber rolling. Yeah, so it's, sometimes it's not worth it. It's yeah, like, it's not, I'm just like, like I'm just gonna I'm, curl in the corner yeah. and cry. It's and then Sean's like to my right in the middle, it, I, I, and then he's like, "Hey, it's like, I just start laughing my ass off." I'm watching this movie and, and so I, like, I hey, run like, out of movies with all the like, travel hey, we've done. He's like, "Hey, did you see any good movies?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, watch Itania." 
It's oh, about dude. Harding. Yeah. It's, like, it's a movie you're never were going to watch, right? If you're yeah. a heterosexual you male, you're like, it. dude, whatever. Yeah, she's but, not good looking. She's not this. But when I'm stuck there. Yeah, you're on a nine-hour flight. Between a brick of a man, Sean, and a fucking chubby Iranian sweating on me, it's a great movie to watch. It's how I So you got to Anybody who hasn't watched it, then go ahead. Get yourself some beers. Get yourself a large Iranian. Now, have you seen? Have you seen uh, Tanya? I've seen part of it. Um, the fat guy is who so, we bought. So Don't pay attention to Tanya Harding or yeah. her boyfriend. Yeah, dude, pay attention guy, to the, the fat guy who lives at his. Yeah. Deal. So it, it kind of reminds me of another fat guy who coordinated a whole, whole deal. Um, um, <laughs> I think it's not Gringo. Yeah, it is Gringo. I think there's. I haven't seen Gringo. It's the guy from the stupid guy from freaking. Don't hangover. toy with me like this, man. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. And he's. It's based on a true story. This guy. Works at a bank, or he, like he's the driver of the stupid uh, Wells Fargo trucks, and ends up meeting this hot chick that he falls in love with, and she convinces him to help rob the freaking bank. But he gets away with it, and they get away with it for like years. Is his brother in on this thing too? Um, her, I think her brother is. Okay, he's not. Did we see this? Was it Mastermind? Lucky or something? Maybe it's Mastermind. Mastermind. I watched Gringo yeah. and Masterminds for like the right okay, same time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but same thing. Fun. Like That's this it. random. Goofy, fat douche. <laughs> well, this guy, although he's goofy and fat, like he had no case. All he did was lie. All yeah, he so did was lie. So did the other yeah. guy, really. I mean, to me, they're the same. Dude. They are. They, they are. They take Again, I was probably not but super so sure. It's making him believe like he's this like covert agency the, guy. The FBI is like questioning him because like, yes. they know he did it. Well, I mean, before that, like they're trying to like set up this thing to go hit Nancy Kerrigan. Right. And they're like, the guy's like, Tiny Harding's husband's like, hey, like let's not do this. And he's like, what are you talking about? I've got operatives and people <laughs> right now, ready to execute yeah. right now. Yeah, which, but like <laughs> the suit lives with his mom. He doesn't have depicted, another friend. Yeah, I know, but they depicted like people actually believed him. You know, I don't think anybody believed. No him. one believed him. No one. I mean? No one believed him. Like they just rolled with it. The best line is what he's like. You're funny. just as dumb as he is for rolling with it when he's like, oh, I got operatives. Like, bro. He's like, I, I, can you spell I, operatives? It was hysterical, man. What was the one with the, uh, you know, with him never leaving town? He's like, well, I've been international. He's like, well, like, dude, you've never been on a flight he's before. Like, he's like, left the no, country. I have. Dude, we're the FBI. You haven't ever left yeah. like your city. Yeah, like, no, 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 I don't know. I have. I have. I have. But yeah. the best was what he said. He just got exhausted. He's like. Phew. So hard, seeing four steps ahead of everyone else all the time, all the time. Love so them. back to what we're talking about. Okay, so okay, we I look guess. at. I just figured it was just, you know, your life motto. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I have no clue what we're talking I, about. I, no, I we're talking. Those, we're you know, talking about saying. the uh, the commando medic direct med. So given the background, a little bit of that, but how you go into March and like, how do you really drive in on how you can change the landscape of casualty management, right, by looking at each part individually and what that what that looks like, starting from, like, the operator's IFAC and being able to change that, right, being able to look at now how does that react to how is that going to change so, your, so your march thought, and then to your the last, AVAC. like, 10 minutes, JJ has been reading in my thoughts. Yeah. And yeah. so I think, like, the IFAC is kind of as you as a SOCOM, like, direct action or whatever you're calling it, medic, that IFAC starts at everyone on point of injury yep. and can trade like can go all the way back to your backup bags to your follow-on bags your truck bags that's continuity that you can that you as the medic can control right because you don't know what your patients are going to have you don't know what the environment is going to have you don't know if you're going to building and your ODAs can get split you can you have to control what you can control yeah, before you, you go control in. that before mission you know before whatever you do you can fix that and so like the funny thing is that like you know with all the stuff I've ever done I've never trained as a medic like on like my dude's IFAC like, it's just kind of like there's like, and if I remember to do it in the middle of like this chaos I'm praying through, I grab and do it, but I never get ganged on like not fucking using it and training it. But like, think about it, man. Like, if you're the medic, especially if like, I'm a senior and I got a junior, or I'm teaching like at JSOM, like, if I teach that medic to treat out of his, the, what he's issuing, and he knows all the nuances, all the ins, all the outs, all the like pitfalls, like, you know, number one, what's that do? It helps him like, create a better medical kit, yep, right? Right. And then number two, he's developing a POI to teach his guys. Right. So when he's teaching his, like, TCCC classes, guys, like, he can, he knows every single thing in there, and he can make sure that they're so reliable in how they do it that basically now every single person on your ODA is a force multiplier when you fall back to a CCB. Okay, yep. so to exactly. get to that so, point, so go ahead. Uh, to get to that point, too, is you're having them almost, like, comparing it to, like, dry firing. Right, right. Yeah, so that's draw good. that yeah, correlation. Is all they're doing? They don't have a march on. They don't have an aid bag. Yeah, so so when they're first like, getting into it, all medic, they have is the operator's like, IFAC on the ground. Like you have, like you have your IFAC kits. 
you have some shit you throw in your pockets if you know what you're doing. Like, it's, it's not shit. It's fucking valuable stuff, and we can get into that at a later date because I rock the pockets like a motherfucker. Yeah, I love, like, yeah. It's Every like, pocket should be something good. Like, Karen to fire, like, it's yeah. my pockets, man. Like, I'll fuck, yeah. I'll work All some shit out of there. Yeah. And then you got your, you know, your March belt, which has some, like, some medic, like, some big guns in there. Yeah. And big guns, like, if I have to drop my aid back, because, like, we were talking about it today, like, mm-hmm. uh, my aid bag, when we were in some, like, Britain, JJ's, they're like, yeah, we some really serious shit. And uh, my aid bag was on my back because it didn't make sense, right? Yeah. Like, if I'm in a gunfight or under IDF and I got my marsh belt and my aid bag and my truck's back there and trucks are con targets too, yeah, uh, you know, like, kind of, like, he's not here, man. We, we might not, like, <laughs> like, fucking pour out a little liquor for my yeah. fucking. My yeah, homie. Yeah, I but, wish uh, that guy. Right? And then, uh, <laughs> like, why, if my A-bag's on my back, I got my marsh belt, and I'm in a place where I'm going to be taking some shit, like, why is my A-bag there? Because that's carrying fire. And I don't ever pull shit out of my A-bag while I'm doing carrying fire. So why don't I leave that 200 meters behind me mm-hmm. when I got to flow through at people in other positions, because I work recce, yeah. need that shit. So it's like, also, it's but heavy. the one thing you have control of is that IFAC, man. Everyone's got that on their person, and that creates some reliability and anti-fragile. Mm-hmm. Like your system anti-fragile, system, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It hit it up. Exactly. So that stuff's really important. And then on top of that, what it does is— We totally lost the track of the uh, dry fire piece, but we yeah. just keep rolling with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. And we'll get back to it. We'll but get back to we'll, it. I we'll David. Put sure. a pin in it, right? Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Don't shock me. Um, don't shock me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that just totally paid off. Yeah, it did. So put your hoodie hey, up when you say that. Put your hoodie up when you say that. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There it is. There we go. There it is. Don't shock me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, the the nice part about working out of those IFACs over and over again too, and recustomizing is, like, I think over the years, like, I hate this saying, but I I love this saying. Words mean things, right? So we've named this IFAC, right? So we've made this magical mystery thing that's got, like, the main six items always every time. And you know what it is. Like, right? when you say the IFAC, it's like an individual piece of medical gear. Yeah. It's it like, doesn't, like, and that's what, like, and we were even talking about the course. Like, we're looking yep. at the thing you have going on. Yeah. It's like each block of instruction is on its own, but there's a continuum of care. Yeah. And the IFAC is a part of that. It's mm-hmm. not its own thing, yeah. man. Like, it, it doesn't exist. It's not like fucking Luke Skywalker running around killing a bunch of goddamn... Fucking what, what, whoever Luke Skywalker yeah, kills. I, I don't think he no, like, he's a rebel. He, he probably kills a couple of stormtroopers every once in a while, but, but only because they're really bad shots. So Empire. Um, so yeah, Empire. Suck it, Empire. Um, Ewoks for life. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, what happens is you you have this idea that the IFACs have to be like this is it. These are my five items. This is all I can do. This is what I have. Um, and then again, they don't think about pockets. They don't think about the other stuff. Like. Especially with whole blood being like the big new thing, right? So I was a uh, heretic when I believed in tourniquets before tourniquets were a big thing. I was a heretic when I believed in ketamine before ketamine became a big thing. So no big deal. I'll be a heretic again. I sold my soul uh, for corn tickets when I was 16 anyway. Uh, uh, we life. both lost, you know? That's mm-hmm. where I look at it. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was supposed to be Ozfest, but he didn't show. So. Adidas, man. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so I don't mind that. So whole blood's the next big thing. Like, we figured that out. Big shock. Hey, they've been doing all these studies recently. Yeah. And they're starting to come up with all this new stuff. And apparently, not just blood, but your blood is best inside your body. Well, sweet. All right. I've heard Nobody. Rumors, right? So there's these. Makes me unbleed my own blood. Yeah, there's all, there's all these. We have fluid choices, right? <laughs> yeah. But apparently, your blood's the best blood. Yeah. No and way. It, and if not your blood, then. Like, then. Blood. Mac- Samesies blood. Samesies blood. No, Samesies. Starting no, tomorrow. No, starting, starting tomorrow. tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Yeah. Starting tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah. so, until then. All this so, science, science, like, science, science. Right. Blood's good in your body. Yeah, like, uh, amazing, right? So, um, I'm Preferably not made warm. of Kool-Aid or whiskey as I thought. I tried. Um, those, it doesn't feel good. Don't try that. If you're at home thinking about that, don't do it. Nah. Anyway, so, why not start putting some of those items in there? And the other thing that, like, the reason I said I'm a heretic is I pushed heavily. Like, if you can teach somebody how to give an IV... Didn't you just teach them how to take blood, right? No. And then if you can teach them how to... It's a different needle. It's pretty much the same thing, No, it's bro. different. Yeah, it's same, it's same, same, but different. Like, but you know what? It's exactly the right? same. I'm not going to say it's easier because everything is actually attached to each other. There's less steps. Right. So anyway, I'm just right. saying. Exactly. Just it's saying, easier. right? So why not... Then start doing that. And so... Oh, the bevel goes the opposite empty. direction. Yep, yeah. better. That's the thing. Hey, oh, and the other benefit is... <laughs> or else your bag to system is really filling yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. Like, but if you flip it upside down, yeah. which you normally think, yeah. that's a, like, or, hey, that's a special hint. Don't pull it up. Special <laughs> hint. Don't put it above your head. <laughs> or your heart, at least. Right? Um, your other head. So, why not put that in there? Right. 
simple, right? Also, why not start teaching these guys how to give blood and how to take blood? Got it. Maybe not everybody out there is going to be ready to recognize some of the after effects of using the wrong blood or putting stuff in there. But ideally, by then, you've got there. And my point is, though, like the IFAC isn't an IFAC. It is an aid pouch. It is another piece of kit that is designed to continue the care from one spot to the next. And that's really the concept that you need to be approaching this is every time, like, how do I get to that next stage? So um, I think we'll we'll talk. I'm gonna take a pause and shiny chime in just because like I've been working a lot with like uh, SWAT teams recently on California and some of their SWAT medics and stuff, and they don't have like the same f- abilities to get stuff and use it as like, right. SWAT and medics. Yep, you're right. And so That's typically they're buying stuff off the shelf. Okay. And, and so, so now they're under the constraints of who they buy it from. Yeah. As so it's if like that's what's supposed to be. In it. Is that really a constraint though? It's it, not at all. It's but, exactly, but, but, right? but 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 yes yes in the beginning. So here's the thing, like they don't know. I probably and we were working thought. a bunch of guys out here, like, like trying to get them you, the, uh, the right gear. But like you don't have to look on I the website yeah. of any of the major medical companies and buy like the whatever, like the uh, the commercially available the, off the yeah. shelf type Com- of combat cop actor shooter fucking <laughs> yeah fucking Hercules mall cop. I want the mall cop one. It's a bigger and Bill Blart. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but so like, hey, like you don't have to settle for what's in that kit, man. So, like, if you have, like, you know, like you have a 10-man team, 12-man team, like, on civilian side, you kind of pick out what your protocols are and then what you need, what you want, what you're going to train with. And you can call those companies up and have them kind of compete for the prices and be like, hey, I want a custom kit. I want this in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, to be honest, like, you might even, you probably don't need their nylon. Like, you might have something yeah. you need, but they might be able to pack the kit and vacuum pack it. Or you just, you know, kind of get it back yourself, mm-hmm. rip yeah. apart and vacuum pack it. Or do like we used to do, go buy a Ziploc bag and whatever it is you, you're using or buy or need and put it in there. And so I know we we're on a specific thing anyway. here, but that was one of the big things when we were talking to those guys those is, guys is like, when you get stuff, man. They felt stuck because they're like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. And one, it's, it's what I have or what I've been given, right? And two, and I think you've talked about this, it's, well, everywhere I go, these guys keep training me this. Right. Yeah, because it, it's easy. And again, it's people who don't truly understand training or POI. It's, I have this piece of information to give you and that's all I'm going to do. Here, here, here's and it's like, and your pamphlet and your certificate. It's right, and, and I would say this is one of the biggest things to them too is, is we're looking at these guys' kit and they had some good kit, right? But the way that it was packaged was really bulky and so, you know, we told them, listen, a it lot of these... like putting in context and then it was like this yeah. light went off and it was like, that makes sense that what we thought but this is what we got. Yeah, and exactly. Like, but, hey, guess what? You can take that like Factory bag, rip it open. Yeah. I can take my like Elias thing, which has a bunch of bullshit. Like yeah, all the stuff you don't need. Rip it apart. It weighs like half a pound, and get rid of it. And then you can take some combat gauze, put it in there, and then like some ace wrap and vacuum pack it. And now like and it's way smaller than the original band right. Yeah. right? But and they then, they have to sell it. Like just so everybody runs in here. Like you look at what's in the UK compared to what's in the United States. It's funny, man. It, it changes. The laws change on how yeah. they can sell you this. So you know, in some some areas, like now, I think we have to FDA requires like your surgical airway stuff to be um, to be sterilized or whatever or, and yeah. with the bandages be some have to be over here and, but in the UK it doesn't and then things ran into weirdness when uh, they're putting hydrogel on chest seals as far as the sterilization process taking some of the stickiness away because yep. that's the way it had to be over there but it didn't have to be over here so when you look at it if you get a bandage man and it's in a wrapper it's like take it the Fuck out, man! It's Take it out, like, fold it. Maybe wrapper if you need some more plastic. Maybe not. It depends on what you need. No, right? and you're, yeah. yeah. And so I'm just saying, like, yeah. If, if you're definitely like it. some UW, if you got a purpose for it. Yeah. If, if there's a purpose, keep it there, man. But yeah. If there's not, right? Just exactly. Extra garbage, extra waste. Well, and if you're talking UW, like, if you have a casualty, that's more shit you got to clean up because yeah, that's more trash. Yeah. So I take that trash out and put some other. So but we anyway, have, yeah. we have them take the bandage out, refold it, so it packs down really nice. And if you get a food saver, man, you go get a food saver. Have your team invest in a food saver. If you're American, you don't have a food saver, like. I don't fucking do it. Yeah, you need to like, get a food. Call Cat Williams and ask him. So. <laughs> and that's it. And so we were able to fold that thing, put a combat gauze, and obviously the combat gauze stays in the fucking thing that it's in. And then you know even get because uh, we had them using either a Coban or like a four inch or whatever yeah. on there. And then we're making these small things. We're dude, dude, and they're one pouch that they're fitting like two things in. Dude, yeah. they're able to fit like eight of them in. Um, and now it's yeah, up it's to like you. And you got it, and yeah. it's tight like a. I don't want a tiger. There you go. Good. And I don't want to keep opening this to open this yeah, to open this. Like, yeah. You don't want to go like, through four bags to get to like your yep. fucking medical supply. But I will it's say ridiculous. a couple of things. One, I have a question for you guys. Um, do you guys have 
like the little pre-easy tear for your vacuum seals. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. obviously these are um, pseudo rhetorical questions. And then with like red get, tape like, or something, you can see under that. night vision or yeah. some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tape. I'm not really, yeah, maybe. Um, I do feel because I'm used to my stuff. Oh, you just feel yourself yeah. a bunch. Yeah, yeah even, I got you. All the time. Even down to like, but, we're, we're looking at today, like the rescue hardware, like everything is oh, yeah. taped. There's like glow tape where things... Yeah, I do be, some glow like tape, you, I guess. You, and see, so we do it like, if, if my gate go, has to go down over whatever, then we have glow tape on the bottom so I know what direction my first one is. Because, I like that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So because it, times, it's well, frustrating. Yeah, for, for, I don't do as much rescue. I need to get back up on it. I used to do a lot of it. Um, so well, a lot of my rescue, stuff... We do access. It might be... You're, yeah, you do uh, badass, badass access, actually. Um, unlike my original fat ass access. Um, so there's that. But anyway, like I do a lot of putting a little bit of pressure where I can feel it. So I put mm-hmm. something underneath the tape, and I'm like, okay, that's a, that's two bumps means whatever, three bumps is this. So it kind of like little nipples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, you do all that stuff. And and then you know what your kid is. Like yeah, other question I have. I remember going through like when you're going through uh, JSON. Like we used to put all the bunny ears and tags yeah. and all stuff. But what was funny it was that the context for that was for time. Yeah. So how it, do I pass? It's yeah, not how, how do I pass. pass guy like, alive. How do I do this I, so I can make this in time versus how do I do it so I can reliably open these things? Yeah. And perform the task that this thing is to do. Because it's, so it's like yeah. So you change the context like hey what you're actually doing and it got lost because you had a grading sheet with each procedure was timed. Yep. And so now I'm trying to make sure I make time. And so that's why I'm like I'm doing these things. But that's, the real context is how do I label this so I can reliably how, use that product? That's how you get the rodeo belt. Dude, look at this time, man. That is timing. Holy crap! What is that? I don't even know. That that a joint is, special offer. So that's the JSON TC coin that um, into a belt that buckle because it's that big. You may as well go ahead. <laughs> if you're gonna have a coin that big, then you make a what's belt it, buckle. That's really a coin. Yeah, yeah. what's it for? What is it's the JSON TC? You made that coin. Belt what insurance yeah. company that's has the one where the guy keeps coming out with the bigger and bigger yeah. belt buckle? I don't know. I, I don't know. But this one is this one. Geico, man. Yeah. This is like the Tebow thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But it's you know the it's double check. Wow, dude, that's no joke. Yeah, so the coin was pretty big. I just. There's a little bit of Gorilla Glue and Oh, dude, and there's, some some, there's, there's some weight some to weight it. Some weight to it, yeah. That's a hefty coin. Yeah. yeah. Is that TSA approved? Uh, probably <laughs> use it not. for an eye patch. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm looking forward to finding all kinds of different ways to use it, you know? Um, nice, dude. That's yeah. That could be probably better than any of the junctional devices that are in the market right. if we can like use right it. now. Yeah, let's, we can try it out. Like I just, actually, yeah, I think you could probably, <laughs> right there, yeah. 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 Then use Crow, what was it, the Crow? Yeah, the Crow, hands down, that is the... Hey, we should give a shout-out to the Crow Medical Pelvic Binder then. Yeah, we should. So Jeff Wardman and so you know what we have to start doing is we're gonna have to start walking bro science. Yes, and then do a little text you about Evan's face. Like, that dude's bigger than me. So you know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like bro science and oh, yeah. based. Yeah. All right, so hit up the pelvic binder because yeah, so, a lot of people haven't used yeah, that or seen it. Yeah, for those of you that haven't seen it, I encourage you to go out and look at it or come to Soma or. I don't know. Um, it's SOMSA, dude. Get with the times, bro. Whatever. Science of, of you know, what things. A symposium. Within what operations. Whatevs, man. Like, it's right I think we're getting bathroom. a little bit bigger than our britches. Yeah. Um, but my britches aren't very big, so it doesn't take much. Anyway, so Jeff Boardman, and I honestly don't know the rest of the crew there by name. I apologize. But Crow, Crow Medic, great dudes. And hands down, the best pelvic binder that I've seen out there. Um, fortunately, haven't made it through all the different processes. We know it takes a while um, to get through all the different committees and what have you. Well, we need to, yeah, we need to get some. Of yeah, the we need to get some. I, from I need to get a hold of some here soon too. But um, what I love about it is one: every time I ever talk to Jeff, it's "Hey, dude, what problems have you found?" Right? It's mm-hmm. not like, "Hey, how much do you love my product?" Mm-hmm. It's like, "Bro, like, what problems can I fix?" So that's the main thing I love. Um, another thing I love is it's one of the few pelvic binders I've found that like actually gives you something to bind your feet. So, or not your feet probably because you're not going to do it yourself. Yeah, 50, 50 yeah, shades I mean, of you're, Chase in, Yeah, if you're into that, maybe. Um, but the bottom line is like, yeah, thank you for finally thinking about it and making others think about the fact that if I put this pelvic binder on and I don't go ahead and secure your feet, what good am I doing? If you're doing flutter kicks while I've tried to put this uh, pelvic binder on you, you're, it's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I love is put two little spots. Um, I think leather is what he's using now. He's kind of gone through a couple different materials. Um, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. Um, but on each side where your junctional tourniquet could be utilized, so you can put a lacrosse ball, you could put um, your Nalgene bottles, mm-hmm. whatever, it's not going to roll and move out of the way now. Going to be able to kind of hold in place. 
No. So now you're hitting that multifunction device. It's super small. Um, rolls up nice and neat. Thinks of all the little things. It's got the nice little blivet in the center. So you can blow it up to the right amount. It doesn't have that little silly whippet dimple on there that just kind of like yeah, lets you, you just kind of get the wah-wahs. Right. While it lets all the air out. Um, yeah, on the... I don't think anybody knows what the hell we're talking the about. Age. Yeah, we probably yeah. About. on the like, age. Everybody even. here knows what I'm talking about, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> you guys are the hoo-ha with the wah-wahs. <laughs> no, whippets. Whippets. Yeah. Real quick, though, on another thing, just because I'm going to take the next minute to, to go over is... Uh, their aid bag that came out, right, that had like an eight hundred dollar price tag to it. So, but what, what people people like, don't realize, when right? When it first came out, and they pushed it. Like Sean and I both had like commented on it. We both looked at it. and We're like, oh, dude, like, yeah. I, I think no, I know no, what they I, did, I right? It's like, yeah, it's like, like we oh, knew no, exactly what that's yeah. made out of, and it's just like, hey, what, that the, then we saw bag. they did it with, well, with Matt Bach, right? And yeah. You're like, ooh, dude, I know, like because those dudes can mix a couple materials together to make something super strong, super bad. But you know what? I challenge people to do the question, like, oh, dude, yeah, like I'm gonna spend money on an eight hundred, you know, dollar aid bag or whatever is look at the aid bag you have now right get something out of like regular Stand 500 500 denier a thousand denier nylon man and let it suck up all the water in the rain let you jump on a zodiac yeah like, and now tell me how awesome you know your your deal of a bag is um where this box is amazing okay <laughs> or, or if, you really, if you're willing to pay like a couple hundred bucks more to have like your medical shit not fucking soaked oh and the other side effects <laughs> of, or, of using the material that they make that out of right is you know look at this for like high end like expeditionists and things like yeah. this that are going out there by these it used to be called Cuban fiber right and mm-hmm. now it's back down to Dyneema but look at the price tag on that like that is the commodity because of it's not that company this is it Hyperlite yeah yeah so yeah. they make so yeah so check out Hyperlite check out their test check out their bags yeah, yeah. look at their and prices yeah, like you are you are like, paying for badass stuff and and here's the deal sick. material science that's what you get into but I was so stoked to see them take it to another level they're fi- somebody's finally changing a stupid ass five hundred Nylon, which is 1992, which is like, hydrophilic, right? It attracts yeah. just like your ropes band. It, it it absorbs water, attracts water, and uh, and then it just it, it gets bulky, it gets crappy, and, and it's just not. It's a it's a type one fiber, mm-hmm. right? When you get into your type two fibers, like in ropes, the same as in bags. Now you get these enhanced capabilities. So if you look like, at that, it, like I don't know how it's built, I haven't seen it, but like now you're starting to use these fibers where like if it was stitched and rigged right, you could put a carabiner through the fucking straps. Oh yeah, an anchor. Yeah, like, it, but it's like I don't know if it's there. I'm not saying it is. Don't do that. Yeah, right. or, but, or, or like, do it. I'm just saying safely in a safe defense. Right, we'll buy one and we'll do it next week. Safe. But it's a, it's a, what, at least it's portion there. of it if has it to be. Survives, can I have dibs since you already fucked it up? See, now that's hurtful. That, just, that's hurtful. I'm like, just saying. I, this so, this whole like, thing went the wrong direction now, man. JJ, seriously. Like, God hey. damn it. <laughs> but if you look at it, but, it's, so it's you know, like, we've been talking about R&D and doing stuff and like, we're doing a bunch of like new stuff with Element and it's like, you have these like little valleys, ups and downs. But, like, what you want to do is, like, it's called jumping the curve, right? Yep. So they took material science and they started throwing, like, how long has every medic been, like, I wish they could make me an aid bag that didn't start off weighing fucking 20 pounds. Yeah. And, like, now they've jumped this curve with material science. Yeah, because they, they started off. And, and the, like, what, and the, it's what's inter- that you work into. What's interesting to see is if you look at your Working with the right higher people tiered like units. about it and things. Your higher tiered units. What shoes are they wearing? Like, what gear? What bags are they using? Dude, they're using, like, outdoor stuff because the outdoor technology in the outdoors... Because there's money in it. ...is, is yeah. light. It's fast. It, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's changing. It's, it's not changing nylon. Itself. It's, it's not nylon, right? right. They're it's using other quick. materials. And it's reacting to the environment. It's reacting to the the um, personal it's like case in the environment. It's high-performance material, talking man. talking about, like, footwear. Like, everyone's like, hey, man, Solomon's now our badass. It's like... Man, like I haven't seen Solomon's on like a Target in a long time. Like, yeah, everyone's, like everyone's wearing approach shoes. Yeah, and like I shit that's Solomon's. like sticky. Yeah, you know, it's like hey, I can walk down a mountain and not slip. And if I'm going on an urban thing, like my fucking shoe yeah. digs in, I can climb. So right. like, it's crappy, like yeah, it's like things have been advancing. So you have to advance with it, and I'm man, medical bags, like, medical equipment, just. I mean, you literally need to look dude, at like the, the outdoor man. research stuff yeah. that's coming out, and so look at stuff yeah. that's coming out from you know from five eleven, like with, the shoe, with the, their their approach shoes, their canyon yeah. shoes, and all this type of stuff. Is the the detail and high performance that goes into it? I'm just going to say this right now. I got a pair of Ultima Maritime boots. Oh god, here we go. Shit, here we go. Badass, but they I, massage his feet. They have heaters in them. And they and have I don't know Bluetooth they have. that they they tell me what to think. <laughs> because I they, think they feed you evidence based medicine while you walk around. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And they yeah. tell me yeah. that I wish well, I had better hair. Yeah, <laughs> I could have been a seal. Yeah, that's why I didn't go to bed. That, that's probably, yeah, that makes sense. Like yeah, and I don't like swimming. And you would not look good in oil. Like 
So. I don't know, man. I think I might look pretty good in oil. I, I think you look good the way you are. I, I can't. Okay, I can't. Fine, yeah. Right. So anyway, the um, point being is when you get into it, yeah, and I'm just going to keep talking with them, so, right? Anyway. Is their ultra high uh, molecular weight polyethylene, right? When yeah, you get into yeah. that stuff, not only is like it, it, it one, it's it, it floats, right? Because it's 0.97 specific gravity. We all do. Um, <laughs> but when you get it, it's resistant to acids, alkalines, organic solvents. Dude, think about seaburn with that stuff. You know, looking at the zippers. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can yeah. make conversions off that, and, and it's high, high end. It's a light, lightweight. It's a it has no effects of UV. Yes, they didn't even tout that. No. Right? They just those who know know, and those and they're like everybody else will slowly figure it out. Like we, that's what I love about it. It's like that. Hey, we are professionals, and we're just going to do it the right way. Yeah. We're going to get the cost down as low as we can. But that's it. We're, we're professionals, and we're providing. I need a. Day. They needed a bag that did X, Y, and Z, and they made it. And they made it, and they made it well. And they said, "Okay, here." Because there it was is. no other bag that did yeah, it. Because nobody right, else right. could do it. Yeah, and that's my point. Like, yeah, obviously, and I want to geek out on all the different um, equipment in there, but um, I was supposed to uh, make sure that David was doing this job and t- zapping you, but right? Like super. But yeah, yeah, bottom line is, it's freaking baller. Yeah, it's, and I love that. Those guys, and it's like, not hey. on a gimmick, man. Which most places will yeah. like, charge you something on a gimmick that really doesn't mean crap. Yeah, right. And when you get into material science, like now you're making a difference, man. Yeah, yeah. and that's what it's nice to see. And that's it's again like the little um, article we you just showed me a little bit ago about the medics and the different types of medics. You know, like I think we'll, I think we're gonna take know? that and we'll plug it up and with this podcast we'll put it on there so people yeah. can read like the emergence of yeah. the commando medic and like what that is. Yeah, everyone's been there. If you've been in like a soft medic, like you've. You've recognized like, several types of guys that you weren't, and if you're a good dude, like you're the ones that recognize it too. Otherwise, you're one of those. Yeah, two if you don't recognize it, it, just like if you're you don't one of the asshole, you're the asshole. So, <laughs> All right. So what we should do here anyway, is because we're so like I can in, keep going. Yeah. We're, we're we're pushing an hour, but we're gonna keep talking for part two. Yeah. Sweet. So what we'll say is like, hey, we're gonna end part one here, and we will start part two As now. Do the beep. Like where you have to flip this the tape, the old, oh, the old. Yeah. Di- oh shit! Yeah. 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 I'm not good with like, like my fucking sounds. pitches. You know. It's the most annoying noise in the yeah, world. Yeah, that was right the there. end of part one. Mock. Please come yeah. back for part two. Intermission. My recital, I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right, on top of drinking.